Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Husmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Husmo Black. Welcome. Welcome to the High School Black Forum, y'all. It's March 16th, 2013. Welcome. We, uh, wow, just a beautiful uh, weekend here in the ATL, y'all. We we don't know where y'all at out in Saberland, but uh, I don't know. It's going to be hard-pressed to find a better weekend in this good old U.S. of A., than uh, we got here in the ATL this weekend, yeah. Oh, I may be president now. <laughs> this is my home. But yeah, just a gorgeous day. Uh, St. Patty's Day is it? Uh, St. Patrick's Day today, uh, March sixteenth, or is it tomorrow, uh, the seventeenth? I don't know. But anyway, we'll uh, call it uh, St. Patty's uh, weekend, and. Uh, Yeah, say uh, congrats to all the uh, Irish folks. Hey, you know Cameron? <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, that's an Irish, Scottish Irish name. Hey, no doubt. Uh, the name is me. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't you know? We from we from the motherland, y'all. <laughs> hey, welcome to the National Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder. Although, you know, we don't. Uh, we <laughs> we don't like to uh, go there. I don't. Uh, very seldom try to, to uh, raise the volume out here on the Hushmo platform. Yeah, what we do, we advocate for uh, justice, social justice, on behalf of uh, Americans of African descent. Not, not because we don't love everybody. We do love everybody. We want to get that in. Let everybody know that, uh, yeah, by extension, we find ourselves advocating uh, on that community's behalf. And uh, Lord knows we <laughs> we need all the uh, advocacy we can get out uh, in our community. Unemployment is, what, 30%? Hey. So, so, yeah. That's that's what we do out here on the Hushville platform. Yeah, we uh, try to cover uh, current events that affect our community and uh, provide a, a platform to uh, to discuss those uh, issues that do affect our community and uh, particularly those uh, the ninety percent of our community that uh, very seldom uh, is heard. Oh yeah, we got our ten percent out there out front making the case for us has been for uh, the last uh, hundred thirty-five years, y'all. So we proud of them, no doubt. Hey, we got a before we get too far, y'all. We got a free free call in number here on the Hushmo Black Forum eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. 
That's our new call-in number, y'all. We just uh, instituted this new free thing. We gave away something to our listed uh, audience out here on the Hushbow Black Forum. So 2013, we started out uh, giving uh, away things. And uh, the first thing we gave away was a toll-free call-in number, y'all. Hey. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four to call in and talk to the husband. We don't take that many calls. We we if you got something important to say, want to uh, get a point uh, uh, out there, a uh, particular point of view, we, we're more than happy to uh, entertain uh, a, a, a few calls. Hey, uh, wow, what is it? About 7.04 here in ATL, y'all. Once again, welcome uh, to the Hushmo Black Forum, uh, where you got me, the Hushmo. We uh, conduct this train here, y'all. We, we are, uh, we is the conductor out here. What is the conductor? Oh, yeah, you know, someone drive a train. We talk, we talk about, hey, in my series, we're talking about a conductor of sorts in uh, my 12 Disciples, my new work, my new book, Our 12 Disciples, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow, y'all. It's we put it together. Our twelve disciples. Somebody said, "Oh, who is that? The folks in the King James Bible?" No. <laughs> uh, although uh, their story is parallel, their story is not uh, unique. Those twelve uh, folks in the Bible, their st- story uh, revolves and uh, <laughs> uh, go around and come around. Hey, no doubt. So. We're talking about owls here in this country that uh, lifted us through uh, uh, Jim Crow and out of it. Uh, yeah, we. So we got uh, we talk about twelve uh, such as hey, no doubt was thousands uh, of uh, of uh, folks that we uh, are thankful for uh, leading the way uh, through that uh, most difficult time. In our history here in the country, uh, so but we we uh, for beverly <laughs> uh, sake uh, we, we we concentrate on twelve, yeah, and, and we uh, we tie everybody else into those twelve, one way or the other. Everybody else is tied into those twelve. Uh, we believe, so yeah, uh, our twelve disciples, the rise and fall of Jim Crow. We are going to be coming out with that, but like I, I promised my audience here a couple of weeks ago, every week we're going to be talking about one of those uh, 12 disciples. Tonight is going to uh, be Sojourner Truth. Sojourner Truth. She's our se- she's second on that list. Not because there's uh, some kind of chronological order that uh, 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 have to go in, but then it, it kind of works uh, out that way. Uh, as I tell uh, my story about these 12 uh, uh, giants uh, in our history and uh, kind of uh, uh, bring their story uh, together uh, in uh, Our 12 Disciples, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. So, yeah, she's gonna, we're going to talk about her, kind of uh, shed uh, some uh, insight into this lady without, you know, covering her... Uh, Full story. Go Google Sojourner Truth if you want to know more about her and her uh, uh, her uh, contributions to uh, to this country and America's African descent. Yeah, go Google it. But then uh, 
I talk about in uh, uh, I tie it together with uh, the other eleven disciples that I talk about in this one uh, um, in my work, and I think you'll uh, appreciate my story a lot better if you do go. In fact, uh, 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 research your uh, on your own. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, 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 y'all got a great show though tonight. Uh, what else going on, y'all? Wow, all kinds of crazy stuff is going on in the world, no doubt. Bernie Sanders, independent from uh, Vermont, uh, got up on the Senate floor, y'all. They debating a Democratic uh, budget that they uh about to uh, bring forth and pass, and uh, they opened the discussion up for amendments. The Republican get a, 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 to offer an amendment, the Democrat. Uh, get to offer an amendment. This going for uh, quite a while. Obviously, very few other Republicans' uh, amendments uh, made its way forward. I mean, most of them was a bunch of junk. That uh, well, the same old stuff that came up in the Ryan budget. That uh, uh, this, uh, the Democrats weren't about to uh, agree to. So, but most most of the Republicans' amendments, uh, to say the least, didn't go anywhere. Uh, and, and so you, you had a log jam that Democrats, uh, uh, the Republicans was uh, uh, all over whatever the Democrats uh, came up with, although a couple of them did uh, get in there. Uh, but the independent from Vermont, Bernie Sanders, uh, suggested that uh, in this uh, discussion, <laughs> in this budget discussion, one thing everybody should be able to agree on is that the loopholes that allow corporations, and they just use Wall Street as an example, Bank of America, uh, Wells Fargo, and several more banks who made billions of dollar profits here last year uh, and paid no uh, income tax whatsoever. Paid no income tax whatsoever because of loopholes that allowed them to establish fixed companies offshore in the Cayman Islands and other offshore uh, havens set up fictitious uh, 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 companies down there in those offshore havens and get around paying one dime in taxes to this country to the extent where he named out one of the companies Bank of America set up over 125 uh, companies down there in the Cayman Islands, space and didn't pay without one cent of income tax last year, and in fact got a, a billion dollar plus <coughs> uh, refund from Internal Revenue Service. Hey, y'all, imagine this! You know. <laughs> they made billions of dollars profit last year, didn't pay not one cent of. Uh, income tax because of the loopholes that allowed them to do business offshore, filed income taxes, and got a billion-plus dollars back from the taxpayers of this country. Now, something's wrong with that. Yeah? It don't take me. I, hey, I'm a, who am I? <laughs> if I can see, if I can see something's wrong with it, sure, surely Everybody else can see. Uh, uh, someone uh, uh, doesn't take a genius uh, to see 
that uh, something's wrong with the scheme here. And and, and uh, sure enough, Bernie Sanders said, "Well, dog, we're gonna. Uh, we surely everybody must see that uh, before you start kicking people off Medicaid, the poor are the poor. Surely before you start kicking people off Medicaid and any kind of budget to balance anything or to do anything, you're not gonna do that before." <laughs> You're not going to do that before we uh, close these loopholes where the richest of the rich got their money offshore, not pay anything in income tax, and in fact, <laughs> dip into uh, the treasury of this country and get a refund. Uh, the same companies that uh, a lot of them that the taxpayers bailed out in 2007 when they was about to implode. So, yeah, Republican, hey, they took that whole hold up. <laughs> he had him. This, this independent uh, senator had him, and uh, the Republicans couldn't, uh, as much as they tried, the boy from Texas, Cruz, and uh, this other dude, Johnson, uh, uh, from some... They tried to uh, 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 get around it, but the boy from Utah finally said, well, oh, something's wrong here. Now, if we're just talking about uh, 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 if we can narrow that down to uh, the banks that uh, took uh, taxpayers' uh, bailouts there in uh, 2008 and when that Wall Street imploded, I, I, I might buy into that. Bernie Sanders, oh, I amend my amendment. We're going to just make it on those. So, yeah, that was a good start. That was a positive uh, start uh, 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 in terms of uh, getting uh, uh, some kind of fair budget uh, deal done there in the Senate. And I was I was, uh, I was, was impressed with uh, Mr. Bernie Sanders, this independent, uh, this independent uh, senator from uh, Vermont. Who uh, I think he's moved, uh, helped move the process forward here. Uh, he's helped move that process forward, yeah. And uh, so I don't know where, where this thing is going, but I, I believe really, I really believe that uh, we're going to have a uh, some kind of grand bargain uh, on the table before it's all uh, said and done here, yeah. Uh, between the president and the Congress. It, it, it you know it don't make sense to, uh, for it not to happen. It makes no sense for that not to happen, and uh, yeah. What else come up? Oh, they they brought up uh, the assault ban. They they was arguing that uh, back and forth. I look. Uh, uh, Senator Feinstein from uh, California introduced uh, banning assault weapons. Hey, believe it or not, that thing made it out of committee. It's going to the full floor of the Senate here next week, y'all. Yeah. Hey, that thing might pass, y'all. That thing might pass if any reasonable senator, and those jokers are not dumb, are listen to the arguments on it, uh, a cruise. Uh, Senator Cruz from Texas, this new rookie, been in Congress two months trying to tell <laughs> Dirksen 
uh, how to run his uh, 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 thing there. The man said, I've been up here 30 years, son. Shut up. Uh, don't don't dare try to tell me how the Senate's supposed to be ran. But if you look at the arguments, he concludes that this uh, uh, study showed that uh, the 10-year ban on assault weapons had no effect on, on the country whatsoever uh, in murders and stuff, which it didn't say that. It said it was inconclusive is what the uh, study showed uh, that uh, Al Franken uh, so uh, uh uh, appointed out to him. Of course, he had left uh, the Senate floor by then, and uh, uh, the staff heard it. Uh, so the study uh, said that it was inconclusive. One thing that every uh, uh, that was washed over, <clears throat> he uh, intended that the Second Amendment provided that if a substantial number of citizens had uh, a particular weapon, weapon at the time, that it would be uh, uh, deemed as uh, uh, some part of a Second Amendment right to keep. <laughs> so if everybody went out and bought a tank, uh, <laughs> if everybody went out and bought a tank, you had four or five million tanks uh, 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 in everybody's yard. Uh, you can you can't bear tanks uh, no more because that's part of uh, it's enough tanks out there. So everybody, the citizens, has uh, rented it uh, uh, a part of. Uh, uh, a part of the process here, and you can't you can't take it away uh, under Second Amendment rights. Uh, thing, thing with that, the AR-15s and the assault weapons that uh, Senator Feinstein are talking about banning since 2009 uh, 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 or 2007, when the Bush administration allowed that ban to uh, expire. Uh, the rough there was roughly there was less than four hundred thousand assault weapons in uh, circulation, somewhere around three hundred thousand, I believe. I saw the study below five hundred thousand since that time, since two thousand seven to today, two thousand thirteen. No law in place on bans. Guess what? Damn near four million <laughs> semi-automatic weapons has been sold <laughs> and then circulated today. Four million. <laughs> It, that that should be enough to scare the hell out of the average person. Since they took the band off, and this fool right there talking about, oh no, oh no. <laughs> since they took the band off, listen, before 2007, under 500,000 in circulation, assault weapons, they are 15, 16 type, hey, the Bushmasters 223, that type of, that type of <laughs> military we- assault weapon. Uh, has sold over four million of them fuckers. Uh, oh, y'all hit the button. Did anybody hit that? Hey, we we gonna race that out, y'all. Hush one, then got crazy out here. Hey, four hundred, uh, uh, four million assault weapons been sold since the ban was lifted, y'all. Hey, that's, that that makes the whole. Everything is uh, crazier, y'all. Those assault weapons that they talk about are semi-automatically. They're only semi-automatic until you convert them into fully automatic machine guns, which takes about a second to do, y'all. Y'all know anything about uh, military guns? The uh, <laughs> M14. Know anything about the M14? Y'all don't. it take about a second to convert that weapon, that Bushmaster weapon, 
into a fully automatic uh, killing machine, you know, which is what they do. So, so uh, yeah. It's four million. Four point five million. They say they got on the street today. That's what that's what the NRA said on, on, uh, in front of Congress. I don't know. That's what the NRA said in front of Congress here this week. Says four point five million of these uh, uh, guns in circulation. Uh, with that number uh, in circulation, the Constitution uh, says the Second Amendment uh, says that uh, it becomes a part of Americana. You can't take it away. That's what the NRA uh, argues. <laughs> Never mind that uh, the explosion in those sales came over the last five years uh, since Bush uh, did away with the uh, law that uh, protected uh, millions of Americans. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, got it got me in the hushbow here, y'all. Just rambling on uh, on the hushbow platform, y'all. Welcome uh, to the show this evening. How y'all doing out there? Uh, cyberspace. Y'all doing all right? It's Saturday, uh, March 16th. This month is uh, St. Patty's uh, weekend. Got a big march in town today. Uh, looks like it went pretty well, y'all. Looking at the Braves here, boy, the Braves are kicking, y'all. You're talking about a scary lineup. The Atlanta Braves, y'all get on board, I told you. <laughs> First. <laughs> oh, I'm a homer now. <laughs> hey, I'm a homer now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we looking good, y'all. We beating up on the Yankees. Uh, we beating up on the Yankees, uh, four to nothing here tonight. This is spring training, though, y'all. You know it don't count. We yeah, this stuff is gonna start all over again in about two weeks, April first, our first uh, our opening day. So yeah, this stuff here don't mean anything. But still, you want to win. You want to win, and you get an idea. You get an idea of uh, what you got. <laughs> we 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 seen enough to know that we 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 got a uh, we got some serious uh, firepower, y'all, in that lineup. Oh yeah, from top to bottom. Uh, so y'all uh, out there in cyberspace who follow baseball, I think y'all got your own teams. I'm sure. Yeah, y'all got your own teams. Those who don't, uh, looking for a, a horse to ride, uh, check out the Braves, the Atlanta Braves, uh, this year, 2013. I, that's our uh, Super Bowl uh, World Series champs right there for 2013, y'all. Hey, hey, that's what the husband said. No, don't. <laughs> don't. don't. Hey, don't, don't get the rent, boy. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Hey, somebody too much girl somebody they go bet the rent. Hey, don't do that. Not on not on what the hush gonna say. Oh no. Don't don't do that. Hey, put a dollar, I mean dollar to that you know what I'm talking about small stuff there. Yeah, do that, but uh, don't don't do no more than that. <laughs> not on my not on not on me. <laughs> we don't do none of that. We can't we can't turn that one can of hair, white or black. <laughs> so me. <laughs> Hey, this Peter Gary, y'all trying to start some stuff. Hey, it's about uh, 23 after the hour, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls out here like we always do. Uh, we'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. Advocating, Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Phone. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here 
in cyberspace.
Welcome back to the Hustle Black Forum, y'all. Our model is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it uh, louder. But like I said, we, we don't uh, like to like to go there. We, we, we just, uh, what we do, we advocate for social justice on behalf of uh, Americans of African descent. Not, not because we don't love everybody. We love everybody. We just uh, happen to be part of that community by extension. Um, find a uh, a need for us to uh, partake in the uh, conversation. <clears throat> hey, our new book. Our Twelve Disciples, y'all. The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow deals with uh, our uh, journey. America's is in here. Journey through uh, the separate equal laws in the country. From this uh, deal with the period, uh, for the most part, after uh, 1865, y'all, uh, uh, up to 1954. We try to cover that period and try to tell our story. This, my particular story. Obviously, it's more to our history than uh, the little uh, bit that I can uh, add to it. So, so yeah, it's much more to uh, our history than uh, than my story. Here, uh, our struggles uh, in the country. Yeah, it's more, much more to it than uh, than I put forward in uh, my my uh, undertaking here. But uh, we think you'll. Uh, You'll enjoy my take on it. We, we're going to tie 12 of our uh, greatest uh, heroes here in this country and, and uh, tie their story together and uh, show how it, uh, <clears throat> how their story converged into a single uh, story, a single uh, uh guiding light, if you will, that uh, guided us through uh, the separate equal laws that got us to 1954 and, in fact, the overthrow of uh, Plessy, which was uh, the law that uh, took away, on a, on a national level, uh, all of our 14th Amendment uh, rights in this country here. America's back when it's said now. Uh, this is 1896 uh, when uh, Plessy was, uh, came down, but we're talking about uh, uh, on a federal level. Now, for those of us who uh, had ancestries uh, that lived in uh, the South, Southern states, uh, we suffered under separate equal from 1865 until 1954 when Brown overturned it. So, yeah, uh, all uh, told, the majority of Americans after this has suffered under separate equal laws, Jim Crow laws in the country that uh, took away 14th Amendment rights for some 90 years plus after the Civil War. So, yeah, we uh, tell the story of, uh, of the people <coughs> who uh, brought us out of there. Our our uh, heroes, uh, we consider them the disciples. Disciples, not uh, just... Uh, those twelve you read about in the Bible, disciples, anybody who uh, follow a certain uh, order, <laughs> uh, uh, 
uh, a group who follow a, a certain order or a particular person who follows is, uh, can be a disciple to that uh, when the guiding light. So our uh, 12 disciples, as we define them here in uh, our story, uh, deal with uh, uh, our 12 uh, uh, um, channeling channeling. The uh, uh, prayers of some uh, five million of our ancestors to uh, the man upstairs asking for uh, his help in uh, uh, leading them out of uh, this uh, particular that they found themselves in, uh, namely slavery here in this country. Uh, he channeled it. Our twelve disciples, uh, 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 the spirit uh, converged on that one ideology and uh, pushed it forward through uh, Thurgood Marshall. I, I'm telling you right now, so uh, they pushed that single uh, force, that spiritual force, through until uh, it was done away with. Yeah, ain't no doubt. <laughs> so we, we, we're trying to tell that story. Yeah, it's uh, a true story, yeah, because we don't write fiction out here. Creative. A nonfiction is what it is. Do we add our little bit? Absolutely, because we we tell the story from the uh, the first person, y'all. <laughs> y'all don't know. So I put my slant on it, y'all. In other words, uh, our our twelve disciples, uh, the rise and fall of Jim Crow, coming this fall, y'all. From hey. <laughs> Yeah, it's me. Hey, yeah, we are excited about it. Just still doing research on it, y'all. Got a contest, though. Go to the HushmoBlack, uh, 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 dot com. H-U-S-H-M-O-B-L-A-C-K.com. Go there. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, a, An application form down at the bottom where you can get in contact with us and uh, uh, leave a short message. You can write, put your email there, leave us your email and the subject. The subject is going to be the 12 Disciples Contest, 12 Disciples Contest. And you want to write down there where it says subject and uh, whatnot, just write in the 12 Disciples that you have in mind. Uh, the first 10 that get all 12 disciples right. I'm giving them an autographic, uh, autographed copy of uh, my new book, Our 12 Disciples, uh, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. I'll give you an autographed copy of uh, that book. Now, over the next 12 weeks, now we got Frederick Douglass out the way last week. We're going to be talking about each of those 12 disciples, just giving you a little a little uh, outline of their, a little uh, vita of their, uh, of their uh, life, and uh, yeah. So, so we we did Frederick Douglass last week, and uh, later on the second hour of this uh, uh, tonight, we're gonna uh, 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 look at uh, one Miss Ms. Sojourner Truth, Sojourner Truth, yeah. That's, she's second on our list of uh, uh, 12 disciples. So we're going to uh, kind of look, I'm going to shed a little light on her story. Y'all, uh, Google her, though, and uh, find out about her uh, for your own uh, edification. I mean, she's a fascinating uh, story. Yeah. 
we're going to shed a little light on the tonight on the Hushmore Black Forum, but just a brief, very brief, uh, uh, you know, for the last uh, hour, we'll uh, be looking at Miss Sojourner Truth, y'all. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing out there this evening? Everything's well with the world, I take it? All right. Hey, we've got a call-in number, y'all. 888-588-3814. It's free. It's a free call-in number, y'all. On the Hushmore Black Forum here, we we don't take many calls, but we will. If somebody got something they want to get out or uh, hear something out here that uh, they want to shout at the Hushmore about, uh, please feel free to uh, call us up. Hey, uh, wow, it's about 20 minutes until, y'all. It's the hour, 8 o'clock here. How time flies when you're having fun, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, what else is going on? I, hey, we, uh, trying to figure out what's going on in the Congress with the, uh, sequester, because that thing's in effect, y'all. Now, <laughs> it hasn't, uh, really started affecting a lot of people, but yeah, it's affecting people right now. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, somewhere around the end of this month, this thing's really going to kick in on a lot of folks in a in a real big way. So, uh, something's got to happen here, y'all. We, y'all y'all uh, write your congressman, tell them to get the, <laughs> to get engaged and to do the uh, uh, people's business. Just tell them that. Get engaged and do the people's business. That's what we sit you there for. We're still paying you. You ain't going to uh, stop your pay. We're going to continue to pay you because we're going to continue to demand uh, that we, uh, you do the job that we sent you there for. You're not going to uh, uh, get out of doing your job by stopping your paycheck. You're gonna, we're going to keep paying you because <laughs> we're going to keep demanding from you uh, an honest day's work uh, for honest day's pay. So, so don't we... <laughs> Hey, uh if the Hushmo rule the world, I don't told you. If the Hushmo rule the world, he go through there and uh, <laughs> clean house. Hey, I, I, hey, I clean house up there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no doubt. That's what I do now. I, I wouldn't be a dictator. I don't guess what you call that by firing her. <laughs> the. <laughs> Can the president? Uh, Dissolve the Congress <laughs> like they did in that. Time. What was that thing they did over in England? Yeah, you know, when they went into that, uh, they started that whole uh, Protestant Re- Reformation. What was that? They uh, suspended the, the king. Did the king came in and closed everybody down. Said, "Get out of here! You've been here too long doing nothing." What was that? The, the romp. The romp. Uh, uh, Congress or some crazy stuff. That's what we need to do. If I was the president now, if I had the power, <laughs> if I, hey, I'm the commander in chief. I might send the military in there and wipe it. Hey, I smoke. <laughs> Come back. Hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, somebody. Hey, somebody get that. <laughs> some, somebody, somebody, need to, somebody need to blow that horn over there, y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Hey, somebody, 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 somebody need to blow that horn over there, y'all. <laughs> but the hush gonna talk about don't make no sense out there. Is there is anybody listening? <laughs> hey, you know, better pay attention. You know. <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah, y'all better pay attention out here. I just gonna talk about if he rules the world. Y'all don't know. Hey, they got ban- uh, checks and balances here. Uh, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing in this government. Hey, I don't know what it is. Somebody said it was a uh, republic. Is it a republic, yeah? <laughs> yeah, they claim it to be a republic, but they don't really know what it is. <laughs> uh, it can't be a republic because everybody don't have uh, equal access. They tell <laughs> proclaim that a republic is a government uh, written out on, in a document, you know, like the Constitution. Where everybody has equal access to that uh, document, uh, it it claims that <laughs> it claims that, but in fact, it uh, doesn't uh, guarantee that in uh, the document itself that all the citizens would have access to it. Uh, and there, and there uh, lies the problem with it. Initially, that was the problem. It did not guarantee <laughs> all of uh, the people, the citizens uh, in this country, access to the document. In fact, it allowed <laughs> a great number of them to be classified as property. Yeah. That was a problem with it. One glaring fault <laughs> yeah, with the Constitution. One glaring fault with the Constitution was that it allowed humans, and my ancestors included, humans like me to be classified uh, as property. Uh, hold up here. Yeah, and you think that uh, me today uh, don't don't have a problem with that, and didn't suffer somehow from that? Oh, absolutely not. I have a problem with it, and uh, we did suffer uh, from it. My people did. Me personally, yeah, it's not, uh, yeah. And, and, and uh, merely, I pointed out in my writings, I try to point out here on the Hushville Black Forum that we're not angry at anybody. I'm, I talk about uh, my history, my my family, my people's history here in the country, free of anger. When I talk about reparation, it has nothing to do with anger. Uh, it has to do everything with uh, 14th Amendment rights that were uh, taken away, that injured uh, me uh, and my family. It was 100 years after the Civil War, period. That's that's what it's about. Uh, No different 
Then uh, Connecticut 8, uh, bringing uh, 14th Amendment rights violations case here in 2009 to the Supreme Court uh, 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 about uh, the 14th Amendment rights being uh, uh, trounced in the workplace. Supreme Court agreed with them, said, yeah, you people here, they can't do this in the workplace because of your race. That's uh, absurd. That's what the Supreme Court said in uh, 2009. That's what they said, exactly said, uh, in 1954 when Brown overturned uh, Plessy. That's exactly what they said on behalf of Americans of African descent. They said that the separate equal laws that uh, had been enforced that denied me access, equal access, in the workplace, among other places else, not only just the schools, but in the workplace and every place else in this country was, in fact, inherently uh, unequal and unjust and injured a whole segment of society. Let's do away with them. And it, and it did. And it did. That's what, that's what, that's what Brown said, yeah. Overturning uh, Plessy, he had uh, took away 14th Amendment rights a man based purely on uh, my color. My color. Uh, there's no statute of limitation on petitioning that court for genocide. <laughs> oh, <laughs> y'all don't know? <laughs> Separate equal gen- Oh, yeah. They uh, go hand in hand, y'all. It's akin to genocide, the separate equal laws in my mind. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> There's no such a limitation on it, yeah, on whether or not we can petition that court. Uh, going back to 1954, which uh, Thurgood Marshall had every right to do, uh, pressured out of not doing because of some mystical uh, a notion that uh, it would create, uh, listen to this, more racial unrest in the country. <laughs> now, that's laugh- laughable in retrospect. They're looking back in retrospect. That is laughable. Hey, in retrospect, that is laughable that some judge in 1954 telling black folks to hold out, uh, don't ask for your <laughs> rightly due reparation because you've been kicked under the bus for 100 years uh, because uh, uh, you're going to uh, uh, make somebody else madder <laughs> at you for being <laughs> under their foot. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah! I know what I'm talking about. Can, can y'all get a, a sense of what I'm talking about? How crazy this junk is that uh, we're talking about in the country today. When uh, 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 somebody like uh, Supreme Court Justice Scalia talking about somehow the affirmative action that was handed out to minorities was some kind of handout. <laughs> Hey, uh, you, you know how crazy that is? When, when you hear uh, somebody like that uh, talk about minorities, uh, Americans back when they say, y'all, 
we 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 uh, uh they can't <laughs> give me no handout. Rick, hey, I don't want no handout. I want uh, proper financial reparation for injuries that uh, I suffered uh, uh, by being for, uh, born here. Me myself personally, in 1945 in Georgia, without 14th Amendment rights, uh, attending school here in 1951 uh, uh, in an inferior uh, institution that deprived me uh, financially uh, going forward, socially, uh, economically, and no. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The stress uh, had a terrible uh, stress uh, component to uh, to the separate shenanigans that was in place. Uh, and uh, yeah, so so now we, we can't allow justice uh, to casually uh, allude to uh, some crazy notion that. Uh, uh, <laughs> those programs somehow with handouts uh, without going back and petitioning that court for financial reparations, which it uh, so clearly uh, uh, laid out uh, a case for. Uh, yeah, we got to start there. Hey, hey, I got that number. Somebody was talking to my peers today. So, well, what kind of? Hey, that's my what kind of? What kind of number do you think if we uh, <laughs> go back a lot of reparations? I'll really do. I so those that do might come under ten million people here out of the forty one million, that's good. Now, who can or who could trace their uh, ancestry back to uh, pre nineteen fifty four in this country, back to slavery. Mass go all the way back pre uh, the country, pre this state, pre this nation was a nation, yeah. That's how far we're indigenous. My, me, my people are indigenous to uh, this country. Indigenous to the United States of America. When I say indigenous, I'm talking about the formation of uh, uh, the United States of America to uh, 1776 afterwards. We were here prior to. So we're indigenous to uh, this country. Don't let nobody tell you different. Now, there's a lot of immigrants who came to the country since it was formed, since that time. A lot of European whole countries have migrated here as immigrants through Ellis Island. All those people came through Ellis Island up there. They are immigrants if they want to. Yeah, they're immigrants. Me, my folks, was here prior to that time, a long time, no long, long time before that, before Ellis Island never got to be an island. <laughs> hey. So, yeah, we... uh. We got a history. We, we 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 tell about it to my father's people. My father's people is uh, my third book here. We we got a story of religion, racism, hate, and God's theory. That, that's what my father's people is chronicling the lives of uh, my family here in Georgia. Yeah. So so <laughs> we we got a lot. That's what we do, y'all. We write out here. Yeah, y'all don't know. My first book, The Water Boy, The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron. Go to hushmailblack.com and take a look at that book. Y'all can purchase it there. It's cheap. Get it uh, downloaded uh, electronically. You got an e-book out there. Hey, y'all got money. Huh? I'm retired. Hey, 
Hey, the Hushmo's on the set income, y'all. We ain't got We don't make no money out here. We just, hey, we got we got the rent to pay. Hey, somebody. Hey, no, that ain't us, y'all. We ain't got no money. That's peanut gallery talking that smack. Hey, y'all up there in that peanut gallery. If y'all got y'all got y'all all left, you better. Y'all need to be paying the Hushmo. He doing the we doing the work of four people out there, y'all. Hey, come on. We the conductor, the engineer, the brakeman, and the flagman, and the flagman. Yeah. <laughs> we we the conductor, the engineer, the brakeman, and the flagman out here on the westbound number nine. Now that hey, y'all don't know, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> Y'all, y'all better pay attention. This stuff out here is serious when we talking. We, hey, this is serious stuff out here. We talking. Yeah. When you hear that train, y'all know the Hushmo is talking some stuff that's gonna uh, uh, that's about to come down on you, y'all. The stuff that uh, you need to be paying attention to. That's what that. That's what that uh, westbound number nine horn is for, as if it was uh, uh, about uh, to run over you uh, out here on uh, on this railroad track. Don't 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 get caught in that intersection. You hear? <laughs> don't don't get caught in that uh, railroad on that railroad crossing, y'all. When you hear that? When you hear that uh, uh, horn? You uh you you get off you get off that track because the Hushmo's got that, that westbound number nine is coming down the line here, y'all. and so yeah we we at that time yeah we at that time now out here on the Hushmo platform we we trying to uh, share some knowledge the only knowledge that we got now we we try to do this we're gonna have a lot of, a lot of fun with our new book our twelve disciples. Our twelve disciples. Somebody said, "Whoa, that, that cover! I got a cover with some brother painted a crucifixion. It looked like about eight or nine brothers horsed uh, uh, in. Uh, uh, I, I read this to Jesus of Nazareth. I guess up on the cross there, and uh, all brothers. I said, we're gonna we're gonna use a rendition of that for our book here. We're gonna uh, uh, transpose maybe we uh, idea, y'all. <laughs> we nothing concrete here. We're gonna transpose our uh, twelve disciples uh, faces on those uh, on those twelve uh, uh, on twelve individuals like that uh, bearing that cross, carrying the cross, y'all. Yeah. Our twelve disciples in this country each uh, carried uh, that cross <laughs> for us. <laughs> so it is fittingly that. Uh, uh, they uh, be portrayed as such. So yeah, we're gonna do that. I, I just uh, fascinated by this picture. I bought it from uh, uh, a starving artist <laughs> some years, twenty years ago, I guess. I was uh, uh, over in the West End here in Atlanta, and uh, it uh, guy painted it. Just uh, we <laughs> gonna have a lot of fun with it. It's for our cover for our new work, y'all. We we oh, we do all our stuff ourselves. We develop everything from the introduction to uh, the cover. The artwork, we do it all. Hey, we 
we're on a low budget out here, y'all. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> we're on a low. We're, they talking about a shoestring budget. Oh, no. <laughs> Our budget, what shoestring? <laughs> what string? Hey, we cutting shoestrings in half, y'all. Using one shoestring with two shoes. <laughs> That's how lean our stuff is out here. Oh, we lean and mean. <laughs> but now we uh, we try to put together our uh, artwork for what it is. We have a lot of fun with that too, because we uh, <sighs> so uh, look out for it, y'all. We just uh, what time is it here? Wow, about four minutes to eight, y'all. About ready to come up for uh, the break. Coming up on uh, the hour, eight o'clock, y'all. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls. It, uh, we'll be right back, though, after the, after the turn here. Y'all hanging in. Uh, you got me to hush my We'll be right back after the hour. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening, you're listening to the Hush Black, Black Forum. Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right, right here in Cyberspace. Space.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Hospital Black Forum here. March uh, 16th, uh, 2012. I don't know, what what did the temperature get up to today? 70, something in Atlanta? I, I don't know. It got up to 70 degrees here in Atlanta today. Yeah. Wow. Uh It uh, it's just too. We we should have really been on the golf course today, y'all. We, we ain't gonna tell no way. We, <laughs> the only reason <clears throat> we uh, we went out there today was uh, oh, first of all, we had some some chores to do around the house. Uh, we got pent down uh, doing some spring cleaning around the uh, around the uh, old living quarters here. Hey, we we. <laughs> We we got pent down here, and that took away a great portion of this lovely <coughs> day. Um, but be that as it may, we we, uh, we did get out a little bit to mingle with the peers and to uh, kind of get uh, some some vibes for uh, the show this evening. And uh, as always, <laughs> we uh, accomplished that. Our peers don't don't uh, don't let us down in that regard. Uh, they are they always have uh, something to say. I always learn something. Look at my peers. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, hey, I'm still learning stuff. Yeah. I'm a great great uh, listener for one. And uh, somebody told me you can't. Uh, you can't uh, learn anything unless you listen. Uh, and I've been accused of uh, being just the opposite, uh, a person who uh, <laughs> won't listen but <laughs> would much rather talk. <laughs> hey, but uh, I do <laughs> uh, uh, take a lot of uh, I take a lot of stuff in. Yeah, I take just about it. Uh, I take a lot of information in. That uh, normally, uh, my folks with uh, my peers uh, think that uh, it's just slipping on my head, but no. Hey, y'all, welcome to the Hustle Black Forum, y'all. Yeah, it's, uh, it's about five after eight, y'all. We're in the second half of this thing tonight. Like I said, we got a contest going Who uh, for our, our uh, cyberspace friends out there. Uh, get in on my uh, new book, Our Twelve Disciples, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. It's about, for y'all, it's about uh, the journey that uh, we lived through, America's Africans lived through here in this country, uh, starting uh, in 1865 after the Civil War uh, to uh, 1954. Uh, uh that period when uh, the separate equal laws uh, was uh, in vogue here in the country. We we, we tell that story and shine some light on uh, just how it played out, uh, the effects that it had on the country, the effects that it had on Americans of African descent who uh, uh, we put together a list of 12 
American giants who uh, guided us through that period in our history. And uh, with with <laughs> it's our own list, y'all. No, we can't list ourselves. Most of the uh, characters uh, in my story is uh, is common knowledge. I mean, we start with I'll give you a hint. We start with uh, Frederick Douglass. And we end this, uh, should be pretty obvious, if we ended in 1954, the last on that list would be Thurgood Marshall. So that's just a hint now. So I've given you two of the disciples, three of the disciples, really, because we talked about Frederick Douglass last week. And this week here, uh, uh, shortly, we're going to be getting into one Ms. Uh, Sojourner Truth. And then I just told you we end this thing in 1954 with Thurgood Marshall, our first uh, American of African descent uh, Supreme Court justice. So yeah, so that's three of them right there. If you know that Frederick Douglass is on the list, uh, Sojourner Truth is on the list. Uh, now that I told you, Frederick uh, Thurgood Marshall is on that list. He's the last one on that list. We cut it off. So that and and that should also uh, give you a pretty good idea of who's not on that list. If I tell you that the twelve disciples that we uh, talk about and build our story around. Uh, their uh, input uh, to our story ended pretty much. Now, some of them lived past uh, 1954, but pretty much their impact on our story occurred prior to uh, 1954, or, or at least ended or con- uh, uh, consummated with uh, the Brown uh, overturning the plastic uh, in 1954. So yeah, that left a lot of people. That leaves a lot of people also. Those who uh, want to talk about uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, all those great, great uh, civil rights leaders of the sixties, uh, the fifties, and the sixties. No, they're not. They're not included in my story. So when you start uh, talking about, oh yeah, those people come into play. They, they're important. Oh, yeah, the giants in our struggles, uh, uh, MLK and uh, uh, Brother Malcolm, no doubt the giants uh, in our uh, uh, history, uh, no doubt. We, uh, we're we talking about 12 uh, like giants that uh, happened to uh, uh, light our way before uh Uh, and until uh, up until uh, 1954, when Brown overturned uh, Plessy, we talk about the, that uh, the Zionists that led us through that. And uh, yeah, Thurgood Marshall's last one, 1954. So that give you an idea who's not on there. So uh, that narrow your uh, that should narrow your uh, your calculations down when you enter that contest. Hey, remember you're going to win ten. Autographed copies of 
my new book, Our Twelve Disciples, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. That's the title. Subject matter is uh, pretty much self-explanatory, y'all. Hey, Miss Soldier on the Truth, y'all. Says here, the first 28 uh, years of her life, she was known as <clears throat> Isabella von Wagner, a Dutch slave born in uh, in New York. This is a northern slave, y'all. <clears throat> Miss a Soldier on the Truth. <clears throat> She's uh, the first female that show up on our uh, in our twelve disciples, uh, she was born somewhere around seventeen ninety seven in uh, uh, in uh, New York, New York State. Uh, uh, born on a uh, Dutch uh, a, a plantation, born to a Dutch uh, farmer, uh, a Colonel uh, Johannes uh, Hardenberg. One of one of the richest uh, families at that time, eighteen uh, seventeen ninety seven, <clears throat> in the country, uh, <clears throat> living in uh, Ulster County, New York. <clears throat> Said one time they uh, uh, owned nearly two million acres. This is a family that uh, Sojourner Truth uh, 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 um, came from. These are the people that owned her as slaves. Her name uh, coming out of. Uh, uh, <laughs> When she came, first came in the world, they gave her the name Isabella von Wagner. That's that's Dutch, y'all. Von Wagner. Uh, she uh, 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 for the first twenty eight years of her life, she uh, was a slave living under that name uh, to the family of Colonel Johannes uh, Hardenberg, whose family, like I said, was one of the oldest and wealthiest landowners in Ulster County, New York. At one time, they said he owned between, uh, well, two million acres between Hudson and the Delaware Rivers, y'all. Two million acres. Uh, imagine that. Two million acres. <laughs> and damn, the 2,000 slaves. <laughs> this guy had two, uh, two million acres and 2,000 slaves, y'all. She came in the world like that. Yeah. His descendants was one of the earliest uh, Dutch sellers who had come to uh, the New World says beginning in uh, 1624. So that family, that family was right on the heels of uh, this country's uh, discovery. Yeah. Uh, 1624. This guy's family said by 1620, the Dutch had bought Manhattan. At Bob Manhattan Island, from the Indians, twenty-four dollars. <laughs> His family, hey, if you, if, hey, uh, if you can make a deal like that, if you can buy Manhattan for twenty-four dollars, uh, imagine. <laughs> you can see, you can imagine, uh, it not uh, being that difficult of a job of. Uh, a, ma- a mashing uh, two million acres of property back then, uh, whatever the empty land, and the Indians who they beat it out, beat out of the, uh, the square inch of land they could and did. 
So, yeah, soldier on the truth, uh, born to this rich, filthy rich Dutch family in the north. And her story is so uh, uh, relevant because she's uh, one of the the only, one of the 12 disciples that I describe as our disciples here, just trying to parallel uh, our leaders with the, uh, 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 the story that's told in that book, really, we, we can, uh, but you know, they had a tremendous influence on uh, uh, tying together the spirit, uh, the single spirit, the single uh, 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 force that uh, drove us through uh, the rise of Jim Crow and the uh, dude through it. Yeah, these were the disciples, and so, the soldier of the truth is the only one that uh, was born a slave in the north. Born a slave in the north. So her perspective on slavery is unique from that standpoint uh, of view. Remember, she's born in uh, 1797 in New York. Frederick Douglass, the other one so far that you know of that was a slave, was born in Maryland in the south. So. So right away, she's different and unique, and her perspective uh, is important uh, to our story. And uh, as we uh, develop our story, you'll see how uh, her spirit uh, uh, collided with and her path joined and intersected with uh, each of uh, our 12 disciples. Her story intersected. She, uh, like I said, the first 28 years of her life, she lived under the name of Isabella Von Harden. She uh, just so happened here, uh, like in uh, 1827, New York State had passed the law free and all slaves. Uh, well, 1826, they had passed the law free and all slaves uh, uh, to take effect in uh, 1828. 1828 is 1826 now. So, Joyner, uh, by that time, had moved around to a couple of different owners, but only at that time had uh, suggested, that's the hard-working lady at that time had had a, got married, had a couple of daughters and a son, had made a promise to her in 1826 that if she worked a year of 1827, well, she worked a year of uh, 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 1826, doubly hard, he would free her a year early. That's what the... the, uh, 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 the, uh, uh, her owner told her at that time he treated her a year early. Sure enough. Sure, this is a hard-working lady, y'all. Damn, they're 6'2". Big, strong, hard-working lady. Do the work of two men. Soldier on the two crew. Well, uh, Isabella. Isabella Von Harden. Do the work of two men. She went to work. She said, I'm going to get out of here. She had to have a family by the end. Uh, 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 She's going to get her freedom because she, she had a thirst for uh, to be free at that time through uh, her uh, life experiences here, y'all. We, uh, 1927, she worked uh, uh, that whole year doubly hard. Here come, what, 1926? Here come 1927. She go back to the boss man. The boss man, who my day's up here. I'm ready to get up out of here. When he had some kind of drought that year in New York, the old farm didn't do that well. He... <laughs> No, uh, no, he, he, she ain't on the big farm anymore. You know, so uh, 
the farm didn't do that well. He can't afford to uh, get rid of his property right there because he ain't got no money. He got he need that property to borrow money on more than anything. He need to hurry uh, take to the bank to try to borrow some money on to. Uh, <laughs> y'all don't know. So yeah, he he uh, to make a long story short, he told his brother that uh, no, I can't let you go. I'm sorry. You got to continue to work here. But I that pissed uh, uh, Isabella off. That pissed her off. She didn't take no junk like that. Oh, no. You're talking about an evil. The term, I suppose, that there was uh, <laughs> a beginning of the term evil black bitch. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> y'all out there in Facebook land, y'all, have y'all ever heard that term? Evil black bitch. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, we 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 uh, it came from one Miss uh, Soldier of the Truth, y'all. <laughs> no, she told that man. So no, uh, <laughs> we we got a deal here, y'all. We got a deal. We I worked uh, doubly hard for this last year, and, and I'm I'm up out of here. <laughs> After the day, I'm out of here. I I don't belong to nobody uh, uh, no more but myself. And uh, she left. She confronted that man right then and almost had to slap him <laughs> to get up out of it. She left and uh, went to New York. Uh, and uh, from that day forward, uh, was a free person. This is uh, 1827. She became a free lady. Uh, she left, ran away, left her family there because Remember, everybody's slaves. Some of the kids that I believe have been uh, uh, rendered free under the, the, the new state laws that they was passing in New York, outlawing all slavery after certain dates and stuff like that. But Isabella was due to be free, and all slaves were due to be free. It was free in New York in 1828. So but she uh, left, had a year to go before her freedom, but she couldn't stand it another day. She said, I'm out of here, stood up, had a strong, a strong. Uh, 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 Espana, yeah, she moved there and started uh, uh, bumping to uh, more abolitionists and uh, set out to uh, on her life journey of preaching on behalf and advocating on behalf of Americans of Africans. She wound up uh, staying there for four or five years there in New York and then bumped into the man upstairs. Oh, changed her whole life. The man upstairs uh, told her to go east. Uh, told her to go east. Yeah, and she set out from New York uh, uh, one day, walking, and wound all the way up in Michigan. Yeah, wound, <laughs> then uh, walked all the way to Michigan. She wound up in Michigan, uh, <laughs> where she died. That's where she died in Michigan. But then in the meantime, she uh, hooked up with the abolitionists and started a preaching with them across the country. Uh, and then uh, uh, I just had a great career after that. This is Miss Soldier on the Truth, y'all. Yeah. I think it's like 1843 uh, uh, that she left New York, headed for uh, Michigan. And by that time, she was about 45 years old. She uh, started uh, uh, on her journey as a speaker. Uh, one thing she re- uh, realized, and all of them have in common, uh, 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 even though she was free, she realized, uh, uh, and they all shared the common sense, uh, uh, the common spirit to realize that none of them <laughs> was free as long as a single 
one of them remained a slave anywhere in the country. And that was unique about these 12 individuals. Each one of them had the core conviction that uh, uh, even though they were free, no one, none of their brothers could be free. Uh, they couldn't uh, truly be free unless all uh, of their uh, brothers in chains was free. And they carried that single guiding principle forward, uh, Miss Ojo, the truth. Uh, she talked about it. Uh, once uh, she uh, 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 had this run in with the man upstairs, uh, she knew that uh, uh, she had a, uh, her what her job was going forward. That was advocating on behalf of the rest of uh, the uh, slaves in the country, and that's what she did for the rest of her life. Became a great, great uh, uh, speaker on behalf of Americans of Africa. The soldier on the truth, y'all. Our first female. Not be- in fact, she's she is the oldest. Uh, I call her the mother, the mother, the female that uh, that uh, gave uh, the movement. Uh, a feminine uh, a spirit. She provided that feminine uh, uh, spirit that uh, so necessary uh, uh, in our struggle. And uh, Miss Sojourner Truth uh, provided that for us. Uh, uh, her uh, uh, input into this thing. Uh, so we we tie that in in our book, y'all. That's the, that's our second one now. So that's just a little uh, just a little take on. Uh, uh, this uh, uh, Sojourner Truth, y'all. And we're going to uh, explore it. We bring it together in our book, our 12 disciples, uh, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. We, we, shared her, uh, we uh, share her story with you. It's kind of tied together in one flowing uh, a novel about uh, uh, the people that uh, brought us through that. And it's relevant today. People say, oh, this is old. This is old school right here. Our people, young people don't know anything about Sojourner the Truth, uh, Frederick Douglass, and none of those folks. They don't know anything about it. Why, why, why is this so relevant? Hey, this is relevant today, y'all. Uh, hey, if our young people don't know about it, the, the more that uh, <laughs> I feel as though uh, my work is, uh, is that more uh, important. Uh, uh, I think I'm uh, providing the young folks with uh, some uh, information that uh, – they, uh, that may have escaped this, and they need to know. They need to know uh, our history, our people's history, the uh, 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 what uh, motivated them, what drove them in, uh, uh, through uh, some of the darkest days uh, in our history here in the country. These, these people are giants that I'm talking about. We could use their uh, inspiration today our young people could use uh, these uh, 12 disciples' uh, spirit today to help lift them, to help guide and carry them uh, forward. Uh, Brother said today, he's still working. One of my peers still working. He said, well, wow, Jim Crow ain't fall, uh, falling yet. He said, Jim Crow ain't falling yet. These folks still harassing me in the workplace today. Wow. Can you imagine that? This is 2013, y'all. Brother, uh, one of my people said, oh, Jim Crow ain't following you. These folks still harassing me in the workplace today, 2013. I've been working 50 years, y'all. He's still been harassed out there in that workplace today because of 
Hey. Hey, uh, <clears throat> welcome to the National Back Forum, y'all. That, a little take on uh, Soldier on the Truth, <clears throat> just a small portion of her uh, amazing history, y'all. <clears throat> just a small part of her amazing story, y'all. Go Google her and buy her story. Uh, I'm looking at Soldier on the Truth, Ain't I a Woman? This is her uh, own uh, self published narrative, yo. Go go pick it up and check her out. I kinda tie I tie her into uh there are the eleven disciples that uh I bring together in my new novel, Our Twelve Disciples, the uh, Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. Uh I did when Mr Frederick Douglass last week. Uh, so we got two of them out the way. Uh so join the truth this week. Uh next week, our third our third uh, disciple, y'all, on my list. This is just my list, y'all. It ain't it ain't got anything to do with no blasphemy or nothing like that. But it's just my uh, list of uh, people who uh, uh, carried on a single spiritual uh, 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 force that uh, brought us. <laughs> yes, it did. Brought us through... Uh, uh, some trying times here uh, in this country. So we t- we, we kind of tie the thing all together in one story here. Uh, it's unique. It's, it's our own uh, rendition of uh, what happened. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we we tell those folks' stories together, yeah. And uh, we think you'll enjoy uh, uh, the read. <clears throat> She'll be out sometime uh, around Thanksgiving. We're looking for Thanksgiving, that, that Christmas season, yeah. To uh, put it out, our twelve or uh, our twelve disciples, uh, the rise and fall of Jim Crow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, hey, welcome to the Hushmore Black Forum, y'all. That's our second uh, disciple. Remember, we got twelve of them. That contest uh, calls for you to guess all twelve of them right now. We've got Frederick Douglass, Soldier on the Truth. And you know the last one, Thurgood Marshall, because I told you that's when it ended. So you got three of them. And it's going to be four. You're going to know four pretty soon because next week's our next week's uh, a disciple who we're looking at is going to be another female. One Miss Harriet Tugman, y'all. One Miss Harriet Tugman. Two females in a row, y'all. Wow. We, 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 oh, yeah, we have to lead it. We have to include females, y'all. We, that's, that's our second female out of out of the twelve. We got two already. Hey, Miss Harriet Tugman is next on our list, y'all. She's gonna be coming up next week. We're gonna just uh, share a few of her uh, life stories with you. Uh, so right now you know four of them: Frederick Douglass, Soldier on the Truth, Miss Harriet Tugman, and the last one, Thurgood Marshall. So yeah, right now you kind of get a feel for where we're going with this thing, y'all. But uh, that's some surprises on there now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, there's still a few surprises that I think uh, that, that's probably going to stump a lot of uh, uh, my listeners out there in cyberspace. Hey, y'all, y'all, we come to you on Blog Talk Radio, y'all. Every Saturday from 7 to 9 out here on the Hushmo Black Forum, uh, we come over our Blog Talk Radio, just a great uh, uh, medium for getting your message out uh, if you want uh Got something to say? Go check blogtalkradio.com uh, dot com out, and uh, you'll be up on the internet in uh, a short period of time. Uh, you know, doing your thing. 
is fairly inexpensive. Go check them out. Tell them the Hushmo sent you. Hey. <laughs> Tell them the Hushmo sent you. They might, uh, I don't know what they'll do for you. I ain't got no pool, y'all. Don't. <laughs> hey, we ain't got no pool. <laughs> hey, that's why got no pool. Hey. Hey, it's about uh, 8.30 in the uh, uh, ATL, y'all. Well, this every evening is booing right along, y'all. But, uh, yeah, we're having uh, a great time out here with you all. Just happy to be here tonight to... Uh, share this evening with you. Yeah. So much is going on in the world that uh, we need to uh, be abreast of, that we need to keep abreast of in our community to try to stay ahead of, uh, try to stay, uh, not ahead of, just try to stay up with. <laughs> and not, and we, we, we just want to stay up with uh, uh, what's going on here in this world. Uh, hey, hey! It's what we do, y'all. We act as a uh, uh, what? A decipher. We decipher stuff out here. Yeah, we break it down for you like a Rosetta, like a Rosetta Stone, translating one language to uh, the other, or making it easier for two different. Uh, <laughs> Two different um, people to uh, communicate from with different languages. That's what that Rosetta Stone does. Put it for, well, yeah, I think it, it aided uh, the Greeks to uh, interpret the hieroglyphics of uh, the Egyptians, I believe. It's important because you you are <laughs> going from one extreme uh, civilization to another. Uh, Entirely different uh, civilization there, so that Rosetta Stone was kind of unique and very important. And uh, you have deciphering uh, ancient uh, civilizations and history. Uh, much like that, I have no back poem, y'all. <laughs> we decipher uh, all of the, the shenanigans that's uh, been passed out uh, <laughs> here in the country. <laughs> All the BS that you hear <laughs> that don't understand, we try to to take it all in and massage it, y'all, and put it out in a uh, a way that uh, common people in our community can uh, run with it. So, oh, is that what they uh, were talking about? <laughs> is that what they were talking about? When uh, uh, Justice Scalia claimed that... Uh, Affirmative action was some kind of handout for Americans of African, African descent. What was he talking about? Uh, we try to clarify that and uh, assure you, uh, the, our listening audience that what that guy was talking about <laughs> is Pierre Malarkey. That's <laughs> what he was talking about, is Pierre Malarkey. Uh, and in fact, uh, That not only is it malarkey, but in fact, uh, Americans of African descent are victims of uh, a system that uh, took away 14th Amendment rights that harmed them economically in the workplace. 
because of uh, plastic. Yeah, and, and we we break that down, explain it, uh, uh, talk about it, uh, uh, debate about it on our show, on our web page, on our uh, Facebook page, and that, in my writings. So yeah, we try to make it clear. If anybody come out and uh, uh, suggest that somehow Americans of African descent are uh, receiving through some junk like Medicaid, uh, some handout. Please, uh, is 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 it's almost a disgrace that uh, uh, someone uh, in the Supreme Court uh, 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 justice's uh, position would uh, would make such a statement. It's almost it's almost it's almost it's ludicrous, but it's almost damn uh, <laughs> <they're> blasphemy <laughs> that what you people what this country did to. Uh, whole segment of uh, the population that were better than uh, damn near 100 years after the Civil War was damn near uh, a genocide. Huh? The separate equal laws amounted to uh, in my mind, damn near genocide. You know? we, we got called it like we see it, how it affected us. I mean, uh, can anybody tell my story <laughs> like me? And I'm not going to allow anybody else to uh, <laughs> to uh, to tell my story for me. Uh, no, uh, I'm going to tell my story myself, uh, so that uh, uh, that uh, uh, in my story don't get lost in translation of other uh, others. I can't. We can't have that. That's why I urge everybody. All, all folks ask, "Why do you write?" Kids come up and say, "Why do you write? Why did you write your story?" And all this, how's it? Hey, yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's important for each of us to uh, tell our own story, to write about our own history. Because if not, if you leave that chore to uh, someone else. Uh, your story is going to get lost in the, their translation of it. Hey, uh, uh, your story is going to get lost uh, in somebody else's translation, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to know that. So don't. Uh, it's important for uh, us uh, in our community to tell, talk about, write about uh, our own history, to write. Document our own history. I urge the young kids when I go to a uh, uh, middle school or elementary school to uh, get with their grandparents and uh, kind of pick their brains about uh, their uh, ancestors and their uh, grandparents and uh, hold on to that information, that knowledge, because it's important for us to uh, know and uh, document our history uh, much better than we've done, much better than uh, we were allowed to do here in this country, uh, in the past. Oh, it's important. Now that we realize how important it is, the more we, sh- uh, you know, we, we can talk about it to uh, pass that, pass it on to our young folks. It's important. Uh, yeah, know your history. Document your history. Uh, don't uh, let other folks uh, document and tell your story. You do it yourself. Other folks uh, have a way of 
losing your history in uh, translation. A lot of your history get lost. So, so no, we can't. We, we got to tell our own story. Uh, lesson number one: <laughs> we we got we got to tell our own story. Yeah, that's important. Hey y'all, you got me in the Hushmo out here on the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. March sixteenth, y'all, twenty thirteen is St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's uh St. Patty's Day weekend, y'all. We don't we ain't sure whether it's the sixteenth or the seventeenth. I believe the seventeenth is the official day this Sunday. We've got St. Patrick's Day parades all weekend, y'all. All up and down Georgia. You know Savannah. Hey, Savannah's got one of the biggest St. Patty's Day parades in the world, y'all, believe it or not. It's, it's one of the biggest in the world. I think it's second only to uh, uh, the Big Apple itself. <laughs> yeah, Savannah. They, I mean, they they uh, they turn that whole river down there green. Y'all put some kind of dye in the water. Turn the whole uh, river down there green. Yeah, that's a big big. Uh, uh, this is a big big uh, celebration down there, Savannah, Georgia. Y'all this weekend. I've always. Uh, been intending to uh, make that journey down there around St. Patrick's Day just to partake. In fact, one year we were uh, we were down in Savannah, but it was right after St. Patrick's Day. But I think the water was still green. I think I think that down that water still still had that uh, river green in spots. You know that started clearing back out again. Cause I don't know how long that stuff lasts, but a couple of days, I think. But it's quite interesting. Yeah, Savannah, big, big, big. Uh, St. Patty's Day town. Uh, a lot of Irish came in over there. Yeah, a lot of folks from that part of the world came into uh, this country, to uh, Savannah. Yeah. So, uh, happy uh, St. Patty's Day, y'all, uh, all you Irish folks. Oh, we, we got some Irish in us, too. Our name. Hey. Hey. I know Cameron. That's a Scottish Irish name. Out yeah. uh, the folks that uh, had my ancestors as property were were uh, Scottish uh, Scottish folks from that uh, Cameron clan in uh, Scotland. They did move to Ireland though, so it was all mixed up. They moved to Ireland. I think that the father of uh, the gentleman that uh, landed in this country around eighteen uh, or seventeen, around seventeen fifty-six, his parents was uh, from Scotland. They, they were living in Ireland at the time that uh, the young uh, Cameron laddie came forth to this country and established the Cameron clan here uh, in the New World. That guy uh, is all part of that uh, Scottish Cameron clan today. And we trace their history. I trace their history back. Now, just a fascinating story, y'all. When you just look at the name Cameron, uh, and uh, attach it to uh, the uh, whites that came here in uh, 1756 uh, uh, or so from Scot from England, Scotland, and Ireland. Although that same clan. The same clan was powerful over there uh, at that time. Most of them, uh, well, a lot of them had, uh, were uh, Freemasons, by the way. That's irrelevant because uh, me looking at uh, their history, they're uh, in Ireland and Scotland and England, 
I trace them back to the Templar Knights in the uh, uh, Christian Crusades. That uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all don't know y'all don't know anything about the Christian Crusades, but uh, uh, that's where uh, I trace the Cameron Clan uh, too. Right through King Richard, Richard the the Landhard. They passed right through here, right back to the first Christian Crusades. Uh, so I found traces of them going back to the first Christian Crusades in 1099. You know? That's how powerful of uh, a family uh, the Cameron's are. They were great warriors, or had a great uh, clan of uh, warriors there in Scotland. The Cameron clan. Powerful uh, uh, militaristic uh, people there, y'all, that fought uh, uh, in those uh, crusades. Yeah, the Cameron clan from uh, the United Kingdom, yeah, (laughs) Scotland, Ireland, England. The guy. the Prime Minister of England today is a Cameron, that guy, no doubt. Part of that same clan, yeah. Part of that same clan. Yeah, you can't uh you can't uh can't get around it. He's part of that same clan. Yeah. Yeah, part of that same clan. Uh, so yeah, it's a powerful uh, uh, history of uh, uh, the folks that got here. That you realize those folks had uh, money too. Now, when they got to the New World, the Cameron clan that came over here that uh, bought up slaves when they got here, those folks had uh, uh, money. Yeah, uh, they were part of. Uh, I told you they uh, came right through uh, uh, the Temple of Knights there. Thought it was the Sonics, and that's where the Sonics came from. The Temple of Knights. That's a whole different story, y'all. We're going to get into that. We take, talk a little about uh, the Temple of Knights uh, in our book, uh, White Racism, Black Hate, and American Reality. Uh, that was our second uh, undertaking there. We we talk a little about the Temple of Knights. The Temple of Knights is a fascinating story within itself. The Temple of Knights. Y'all, y'all might want to do a little research on your own and, and check it out. The Templar Knights, uh, Freemasonry that uh, 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 migrated out from uh, the Templar Knights, the Freemasons uh, that we have today, uh, is an offshoot of the Templar Knights. Yeah, those people are powerful. That's a powerful organization. Y'all, y'all don't know much about it, but uh, it is a active, a powerful. Uh, organization uh, had a tremendous influence on the formation of uh, this country. Yeah. The Masons, the Freemasons. I don't know how many of those folks that signed that Declaration of Independence was Masons. I venture to say uh, probably uh, better than half. <laughs> probably better than half was Freemason. Certainly George Washington, uh, Jefferson, uh, 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 
John Adams, uh, just a number of those folks. It was all Freemasons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so it has a very, uh, so they played a very significant role in the formation of this country. Uh, the Freemasons did. Uh, in, uh, yeah, well, we, we, I, I could, you know, we ain't going to get too much into it, but one of these shows here, I've got to go back now that I brought the Freemasons into uh, the conversation. I've got to go back, and uh, I think it's only fair that I go back and kind of sh- do a show uh, pretty much on uh, the Masons and the Knights Templar and their uh, connections to the Catholic Church. Oh, there's a connection, yeah. <laughs> there is a connection. I've done shows on this. That this is not a new phenomenon, y'all. I've done I've done a show on it. Talked about it here on the Hushville Black Forum some 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 time back. I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh your memory this year. It's all, it all plays into the conversation. All plays into uh, the conversation uh, that we're having that we talk about out here on the Hushville Black Forum. So we're gonna we're gonna put it down here and uh, go back and uh, dust off our uh, some of our old uh, shows uh, talking about the Templar Knights and the Masonics and how those things uh, how that played a part into uh, the formation of this country how it played a part in the formation of this country uh, yeah. Hey y'all. Uh, Y'all ready to hit the street? Y'all, hold on. Y'all ain't got that much long to go. My goodness. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it's hard to, uh, 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 our attention span is, uh, our attention span is pretty quick, y'all. I know that. <laughs> Especially when it's Saturday night and you're trying to get to the, trying to, Freshen up and get out there and uh, kick it a little bit. Hey, y'all got time. Hey, y'all got time the night is young, as they used to say. I don't know though. I get out there uh, <laughs> at this time of night. I don't know what's young. What's uh, what's young? The night is young. Yeah. Oh, they don't start the what? They don't hit the street till eleven o'clock. <laughs> okay. Hey, I don't know. I see eleven o'clock. <laughs> Eleven o'clock at night. What you talking about? PM? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's why I ain't seen nothing like that in a while, y'all. We old tied down vet out here. We don't. Uh, we don't hang like that no more. Oh no, we had. Oh, <laughs> no, we 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 don't we don't do that. We can't. We uh. But uh, you young folks, I know y'all don't even get out the street until eleven, twelve o'clock. <laughs> hey, y'all ain't got about five more minutes of the hushmore. We're gonna let you go. Tell a friend about us, though, the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends. Uh, follow us on uh, Facebook. Go to hushmoblack uh, dot com. There's a uh, like us and follow us on Facebook. Like that page out there on Facebook too, y'all. We, that's a little trick too. You gotta like it. If you visit my Facebook page out there, like it, and uh, 
the more likes we get, the more uh, popular we get, the more folks visit my website and stuff like that. It's marketing. It's all marketing now. Oh, <laughs> that's what we do, y'all. We sell stuff. Books. Yeah, we sell. Uh, no, we don't sell information. My, my information is free, y'all. My little stuff out here I give you is free. That ain't worth it. That's a peanut gallery. Hey, whatever's worth is free. So, if it's free, uh, <laughs> you, you better off if it's free. You, you to the good. I gave y'all a free phone number, 888-588-3814. y'all. 588-3814. Triple eight. 888-588-3814 is our call-in, free call-in number, y'all. Tell a friend about us. Uh, if uh, they want to come out and uh, join the Hushmill Black Forum, uh, we're running uh, a contest uh, on our new books, Our Father's Up. Uh, go back, y'all. We're running a new contest uh, dealing with our new book, uh, Our Twelve Disciples. The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow is the title, and whoever guessed the 12 disciples that we laid out in our book will win a free autographed copy of that book. Now go to my website, hushmoblack.com. Down at the bottom, there's a, a, a tag to submit if you want to uh, get in contact with us. There's a little form. Go down there, put your name, your email address. Subject is going to be 12 Disciples Contest. Just write that in the subject line and list your 12 disciples that come after each one. It's simple. It's a form. Then hit submit. It'll submit it to my inbox, and I'll get all of your uh, – uh, I'll go back through there and look. When I get a few out there, I'll go out and look to see if there's anybody, and I'll respond. And let you know if you want. You'll know because I'm talking about each one of the disciples every week. Uh, you know at least three of them. You know at least four already. If you've been listening to the show tonight, you should already know four of those 12 disciples that I've got listed in my book. You should know Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, which I've talked about. I gave you a little insight on to those two uh, disciples on the show. Next week, I told you we would be covering Harriet Tugman, the third of those disciples. And the last one, I told you, the last one is Thurgood Marshall. And I end that thing in 1954, so you know a lot of people who's not on there. You don't have to worry about worrying about Martin Luther King. He's not on there. Martin Luther King is not on there. This thing cuts off in 1954, yeah. Yeah, so 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 that lets you know. That lets you know that uh, 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 give you a clue rather. To uh, uh, but yeah, just go to my website hushmoback.com. Go down to the bottom where it says contact form. Contact us. Fill in your uh, email address, your name, subject. Twelve disciples contest. List of twelve disciples. Hit submit button. We'll get it. And uh, have a little fun with it. <laughs> you have a little fun with it, and then you uh, you have an opportunity to win a, uh, a free book. Yeah, we got. <laughs> hey, so hey y'all, it's about six minutes till nine o'clock, y'all. This this 
two hours is getting away from us here. This thing is getting away from us, y'all. We, uh, going to uh, certainly enjoyed uh, being with you all this week, this this evening here, out on, on blog talk, y'all. We, we just look forward to this night every uh, Saturday. Like to, uh, get out and just run our mouth to, uh, Engage in the uh, the conversations of the day. Uh, it's important that we uh, get our two cents out there. I told you we can't uh, uh, no longer remain uh, in the shadows when it comes to our ninety percent of uh, the grassroots in our community. We that ninety percent has to uh, play a part. Have to become more vocal and uh, just what it is that uh, our desires are. Uh, uh, you know, what uh, we expect out of uh, government, out of society, what we offer to society and to government and to this country. Our history is rich. <laughs> we got a rich history in this country going back uh, before the country was a country. Yeah? We like to talk about it, let people know about it. We, we're not just, uh, we're not immigrants uh, to the country. We're indigenous. We've been here before the country was uh, formed. Uh, we like to uh, share that history with uh, our listeners, with uh, the country, with the world. We've got a a heck of a history to uh, be told. That's what we try to do, try to shed light on it. Went to the movie, seen something about Halle, Halle Berry. Got this movie out, y'all. Dealing with this nine one one operator. This nine one one call in center is what it was. She was a nine one one operator, and uh, I don't know. We done seen more movies in the last four months than we've seen in ten years. Y'all. We done seen all the three or four movies. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the only more movies than we've seen in ten years here. What wasn't really that impressed with the uh with the plot. I guess the acting was pretty decent. I mean, yeah, the acting was pretty decent or whatnot. But the plot was a little far fetched, uh, for me. I mean it's, and, and I realized that's a stressful job, uh, taking calls nine one one. That's an emergency. Theoretically, every time that phone rings, somebody's got an emergency on the other end. So, yeah, yeah, you can imagine. So last uh, in this particular movie, yeah, some lady, some young lady, was kidnapped. Dude, then kidnapped the lady, tied her up, and threw her in his trunk and took off with her. She in the back of the trunk, locked down, got a cell phone where she uh, managed to to call nine one one while riding in the back of this kidnapper's trunk on her way to her demise. So uh, Halle Berry is the uh, diamond one operator. I'm not going to tell the whole story out here tonight, but one thing, she talked the uh, talked to the young lady on the phone there trying to uh, get her to calm down and uh, describe where she's at, blah, blah, this. And uh, the whole story uh, dealt with uh, this lady uh, being kidnapped in the trunk and the whole ordeal there at the end. At the end of the story, it got a little strange what happened. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to tell you that tonight. This thing just came out last night, so I'll let y'all... Uh, you don't see it. 
if you want to know that. The uh, ending was a little uh, was a little different. I thought anyway. I don't. I'm not a real critic. I don't. I'm not going to move enough to be a critic. I swear. Yes, I can be a critic. <laughs> yes, I can. I I reserve I reserve uh, the right to be a critic if I pay to go see that movie. So yeah. But uh, I I thought it was. I gave it a C. I gave it a C. Yeah. And that's uh. Nine seconds. That's pretty good for me. I, I gave that movie a C, and that's you know really, in the bigger scheme of things, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty good rate from one that uh, yeah. Holly Berry's new movie, huh? I gave a C. I, you know, I, hey, but uh, I don't know. I, I I still haven't seen Django. And I I I ordered that thing on online. I'll keep six seconds. I, I want it for my collection. I, I'll look at it that way. But here, you know, I've not, uh, I've not seen it. Uh, I've not seen it. Hey, y'all, that's just got, uh, about uh, going to do it for us out here on the Hushmore Black Forum. It's been my pleasure uh, being with you out here this March 16th, y'all. We'll see you next week, same time, same place out here, March uh 23rd, uh, out here on the Hushmo Black Forum from 7 till 9 every Saturday, y'all. Until next week, ciao. Y'all be good. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocating on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.